0: Corruption, racism, xenophobia, white supremacy, healthcare protections hanging by a thread, law enforcement encouraged to commit acts of brutality, peaceful people being separated from their families, and at the helm, a man beholden to Russia, who is so unhinged that his actions could actually lead us to nuclear war. Join Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Together we must stand against the destruction of this country and the ideals we hold dear.
1: Before
0: it's too late. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also leave your show comments at the show thread at Liberaldan.com, Facebook.com slash Liberaldan, or at LiberaldanRadio on Twitter. Uh, I'll be talking about a bunch of uh, topics, including Justin Bonner, uh, Wisconsin 3rd Congressional District. Uh, But first, this week's headlines. Felicity Huffman is getting 14 days for her role in the college admission scandal. Ooh, are they going to be sure that she's going to make it through on that you know, harsh sentence that she got? Maybe they'll give her a mint on her pillow every night. How is she going to handle such adversity? The judge thinks that this is proper punishment. Surely he can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Blink-182, a band that asks what if people knew these were real in a song released UFO pictures. And according to the U S Navy, that quote should not have been released to the public End quote, I don't know if it's aliens, but it's aliens. Speaking of aliens, uh, Storm Area 51 day is this Friday. Maybe we'll see a drastic increase in gene pool quality after this weekend once the U.S. military handles their business. I went to Israel once, and I was convinced that a maneuver that I saw was potentially an alien because it was a very sharp turn. But again, perhaps it was just a simple uh, dive at an angle and being so far up I didn't notice a difference uh, in you know, how far it was away from me. Uh, speaking of Israel, Israel had elections yesterday. And it seemed like B.B. might not be able to hold on to his seat. Good riddance. As I've said before, the problem over there are conservatives, be they the hawk conservatives in Israel, the religious conservatives of Hamas, or the American conservatives using Israeli conservatives to kill brown people. And that was this week's headline. Now, I wanted to get this out of the headlines because it is news, but you know, I did not want to be too snarky about it. Uh, Merriam-Webster has added they as a pronoun for, the, for use when it comes to non-binary people. Uh, they has been used in the past for people individually solo before, um, but people shouldn't be surprised that it's used. I've used it before. I've actually anyways many ways it. I was in college when I did want to make my writing gender-specific. So now it officially is making a stance that they is a proper pronoun for use for non-binary people. That's a good thing for a liberal day and radio. So let's go ahead, um, I'll do the typical of the Week, I think, first. This week's typical of the Week is Donald Trump, who is pushing to reduce or eliminate the ability of California to regulate cars that are sold within the state, while being a Republican that typically supports the 10th Amendment idea of, quote, states' rights. States' rights is a myth, but the Tenth Amendment is real and only apparently applicable when Democrats are in office. To see who next week's Super of the Week will be, tune into Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. And that's right. Uh, Donald Trump is trying to push for, to end California's ability to have efficiency standards under some idea that the cars are going to be somehow more safe. I've heard this bad argument before that more fuel efficient cars means that there's less weight on them, which means that they're less safe. Uh, but, you know, you can create cars that have better crumpling technology that makes the collisions uh, makes it so that the collisions affect the car more than affects the human body. So the idea that this is somehow going to be harmful to people. It just, it's just severely flawed. Um, but yeah, the idea that Donald Trump now is going to try and tell a state that they can't additionally regulate automobile sales in their states is just extreme hypocrisy because of the fact that he's rejecting the 10th Amendment, the so-called states' rights. Now, yeah, states' rights don't exist, but Republicans will say it conservatives have said it forever back when the democrats were the conservatives in the 1800s they yelled states rights to try and you know defend things like slavery but then the conservatives moved away from the democratic party became republican and they're still screaming states rights even though it doesn't exist states don't have rights people have rights states have powers constitution has words words have meaning read it anyway so it's just bizarre that that I guess 10th Amendment, again, does, doesn't matter as, as long as they're trying to do what they want to do. As long, as long as they're going to attack liberals, 10th Amendment doesn't matter. They've ignored the 10th Amendment in their idea for uh, to, the repeal and replace plan for Obamacare. Their a plan was to make it so that you could buy insurance across state lines. That states could individually regulate on top of the existing regulations. Federally, well, how healthcare would, would be working in their state. So you would, all these states would, all these companies would run to those states with the least regulations, and then good luck getting a judgment out of them because now you're going to be in the state, you no, know, maybe Wisconsin or something when you live in Florida or whatever. So that's the that's the problem with you know, it completely violates the tenth amendment. But they don't care because it's they'll violate the tenth amendment to get their way, and that's the just the hypocrisy of it all. That's why Trump and the rest of my hypocrites of the week. Okay, let me take a quick commercial break. Come back, take your calls, 914-803-4131. That's nine one four eight zero three four one three one. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. or go to youtube.com/budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with The Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ridesharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a rideshare driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to ridesharedan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk for the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. Join the show, it's 914-803-4131. 9148034131. In a few minutes, we're going to have Justin Bonner from Wisconsin's 3rd Congressional District who is going to be uh, running for Congress and trying to tell you why you should vote for him and support his campaign. Uh, first, real quick, I do want to do my uh, words of redneck wisdom. Again, these are not my words or things that I support, but uh, just me mocking uh, the uh, conservatism as it will, and their crazy ideas. So, without further ado. And now, this week's words of redneck wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio.
1: In the long history of ancient Israel, sometimes the people and government followed godly principles, which led to greatness. At other times, they ridiculed and disregarded those principles, which led to calamity. America has a similar history. When people understand the godly nature of our United States Constitution and demanded that it be followed as our Founding Fathers intended, America was great. But with the rise of radical socialism, many Americans have lost interest in our founding principles, leading us step by step to calamity. Friends, September 17th is Constitution Day. The Sons of Confederate Veterans invite you to help us restore the principles that made America great at MakeDixieGreatAgain.com. You
0: have just heard more words of redneck wisdom brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. And, of course, that is... uh, Words of redneck wisdom, craziness that is uh going on there. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely absurd. Um just the idea that the founding of this country and that the founding of the Confederacy in particular uh was somehow moral and, and, and biblical. I mean I guess they just have Bible uh, the Bible did have slavery, in it. and the Bible has been used just by slavery, that's also true, but holy crap, just the uh, the, cons- the, the amount that these people would bend over backwards to defend their uh, ways, and I mean, this is the Sons of Confederate Veterans that I'm playing this thing for. Um, but let's go ahead and take another portion of break real quick, and we'll come back, and we should have Justin Bonner on in a second. Uh, Again, take your calls as well. 914-803-4131. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. So check out budgetears.com or go to youtube.com/budgetears and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgetears.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with The Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ridesharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a rideshare driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time runner credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio's Talk from the Left. That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also uh, comment in the chat room, uh, which I, I need to relaunch, um, at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Or you can also leave your uh, comments and questions, et cetera, on the show thread at liberaldan.com or on Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan or at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter. And without further ado, we have on the line Justin Bonner, uh, candidate for Congress in Wisconsin's 3rd Congressional District. Welcome to the show, Justin. Hey, thanks. Great to be here. Uh, it's my pleasure. Again, uh, uh, every, if anybody listening to these shows are going to hear the redundant comment that I am making, it's like I ran for Congress a long time ago as well. Um Down here in Louisiana, the first congressional district it was a very conservative district, so it was a very tough race and I probably wasn 't going to win anyway, even if i didn 't know what I was doing but I always want to give out uh people uh progressives specifically uh a little chance to you know spread their word and and you know tell everybody give them the ability to be heard by the most possible people so all, you know, I think you were one of the folks who somebody just asked you, you should, you should have all these people on your on your podcast. And I'm like, okay, done. Invite, 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 invite. So <laughs> more than, you know, very happy that you, that you jumped on board. And uh, I'm hoping to have many more in the weeks and months to come. So uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself.
2: Sure. Well, I'm a software engineer running for Congress on, you know, the basic Bernie Sanders platform of Medicare for All, uh, free public college and all that. But on top of that, I'd like to throw on some ranked choice voting, uh, getting rid of the NSA, getting rid of the CIA, uh, abolishing ICE, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the Green New Deal.
0: Right. And, you know, funny I was was talking about that a little earlier, and maybe I was talking about it on the the part that I had to edit out. But um, Louisiana's lieutenant governor at the moment is currently overseas and enjoying uh, some winery or something that – Uh, You know, is powered by all this green energy, and how and they were talking about you know my wife's friends his wife and they talk about how wonderful it is over there. I'm like, well, why can't we have that over here? Why can't we talk about green energy in this country and in Louisiana? Sure, Louisiana has a big oil and gas industry, but there's no reason why we can't do both and try and move from one to the other, allowing people who are in business in oil and gas to move to a cleaner type of so no. Yeah, absolutely. So um and, and uh rank choice voting, um is that similar to instant runoff voting?
2: Uh yes, basically you just uh rank your choices and then whoever gets the fewest first place votes, they get eliminated and then their votes, you know, reassigned to the other candidates in order. Right. So basically you I know you just that would eliminate be the spoiler effect.
0: Right. I think that would be good. I also think uh, my personal opinion, one of the things I'd like to see is is getting rid of just congressional districts altogether. Because back in the day, obviously, you needed it was hard to get across a state, let alone district. So, you know, geography should come into play. But nowadays, I mean, let's say, I mean, Louisiana has six congressional districts. There's no reason why we can't put those districts up on other means, like planks or whatever. And I think ranked choice voting would actually work really well uh, with, with the plank system that I also support. So, um you, mean sort of like that, a, um,
2: you mean a system where it's almost, uh, parliamentary at the state level where say, uh, Wisconsin elects, I don't know, seven representatives and the whole state gets to vote on them and the top seven go on to be in the, uh, Congress.
0: Pretty much like, well, but basically like you have a slate of candidates, like, so you wanted to have the, um, Green Green New Deal whatever party or whatever what you know you mm-hmm. would, you would have say you know and let's say there might be a more maybe there's a more centrist Democrat pan you know black or plank or what's the word a slate that that they wanted to form let's say there was a Tea Party slate and a Republican slate well you all you statewide you just vote on a slate of candidates you say I want that slate because that slate's more closer to me and then if that slate gets one share of the vote then they send one person. If they get two shares, they send two people, et cetera. Like in Louisiana, we only have one progressive liberal, if you want to call him that. Um, he's pretty good. He, he could improve some, but um, one that re- he represents a very gerrymandered district uh, from I New Orleans him. all the way up to Bat, all the way up to Baton Rouge. But we still have like our governor, our, our lieutenant governor. As a Republican, and he won 55% to 45%, meaning, you know, and then I think Trump won 60-40 here. So, you know, a big chunk of the state. We should have at least two liberals in Congress from Louisiana, but because of gerrymandering, we only have one. So, I think it's also it's a good way to get rid of gerrymandering as well. So I agree. Anyway, but so I, I, that, that's that's my, my big thing is gerrymandering. So. Um, I also am a software, I'm a software developer too. That's my full-time job as well. So I'm, uh, you know, it's good to see more uh, techie nerds running because sometimes, you know, one of the things I, you know, and I don't know, tell me if you're the same way. Uh, When I look at political problems like laws and stuff like that, the inner software developer comes out of me and I look for the boundary conditions. I look for the exceptions where the law is going to break. And a lot of people say, well, that's just, that's not going to happen often. I'm like, but that's where it's going to fail the most. It's where it doesn't happen often because that's, you're not dealing with those, those exceptions. Um, do you look at it the same way or? Yes, I do. <laughs> so I'm not alone. It, could... It's good to see that I'm not alone, that I'm not, I'm, uh, either I'm not a weirdo or I was not as much of a weirdo as I, as I thought I was. But you know, it's good. It's good We're to hear weirdos. that. Okay. That's, that may also very well be true. Um, I just want to ask you something. Um, because your current congressman is wrong kind. Yes. Okay. Did you happen to remember one of his previous? I think it's a Republican who ran against him a while ago. And some radio show that I listened to like really grasped on to his opponent, um, Paul Nelson or Paul R Nelson. Did you remember? Do you remember that campaign at all?
2: Um, not so much.
0: Okay. It It was just. I didn't realize until like like about 10 minutes before the show. Because um, this one radio show you used to listen to, I mean, they, I mean, the guy was like, I'm Paul R. Nelson. And they would just make fun of this guy over and over again. And like, they would, um, they had somebody, one of those listeners like called in, um, you know, the song Funk Soul Brothers, like right about now, Funk Soul Brothers. But he took it and it was like, right about now. And then he put in a Paul R. Nelson. Check it out now, Paul R. Nelson. It was just hilarious. And then, and like his ads were like, Ron kind is the wrong kind of congressman for Wisconsin or something like that. It was just just horribly cheesy ads that, I mean, granted I'm guilty of maybe a little bit of that myself when I ran too, (laughs) because I was making dad jokes well before I was a dad. Uh, But just the fact that you were running in that district as well, I was like, Oh, that's awesome. I I, I remember that race from a long time ago. That's great. So um, I think I I was running against Bobby Jindal, who is a, Who then became governor later of Louisiana And I was like Bobby Jandle Standing on his uh, healthcare record That's because he doesn't want anybody to pick it up And look at it Um, So yeah (laughs) That's the kind of stuff that I was doing Anyway so let's talk more about some of the other issues That you have And uh, um, obviously Medicare for all Um, Yep I was was Probably up until very recently um, You know Still on the whole I'd like Medicare for all, but I understand if we have to get their piecemeal but no it's 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 getting more and more obvious that getting their piecemeal is just giving away stuff to big pharma, giving us stuff away to the insurance industry, giving us stuff away to you know and costing people lives and and costing people money that they shouldn't have to be putting out and
2: absolutely one of the I
0: think mean, the most if- if there's
2: one thing to be learned from the Obama presidency, it's that compromising with Republicans doesn't really work. <laughs> right. Because, you know, they'll gladly take anything that you're willing to uh, not go for, but they're not really going to give you anything back. They're just going to scooch to the right.
0: Exactly. The Republican Party is like, hey, why don't you compromise with me and sign this thing that we wrote by ourselves? That's compromise to them. So it's it's just it's terrible that, you know, we had to deal with that. Um, I guess, you know, assuming we can get a Senate, you know, and it should be, you know, it's close, but assuming we can, the, the Democrats get to send it to should be no longer a problem since Republicans have did what the Democrats did and just put it on steroids by, and by using the nuclear option on freaking everything. So that's just very frustrating. Um, one thing that I'm asking about, um, have you heard about the idea of universal rent control?
2: Ooh, that sounds interesting. In terms of um, <laughs> you know, the rent control and uh, dealing with rent and, all, and housing and all that, I'd say it's sort of a yeah, three, much. three-pronged strategy. I'd say I mean, one of them is rent control. Another one would be taxing any empty residences. So, uh, you know, if you own multiple places and you're not renting them out or living in them and there's no one in them, Then the taxes on those places go way up, Mm -hmm. and then the third prong there would be just you know mass public housing and a public housing guarantee.
0: Right, and that because one of my previous guests I had on Rebecca Farson who's running for uh, Congress in uh, Washington Six, if I'm recalling correctly, Uh, she uh, she talked about that on the show, and I'm just kind of trying to get like the snowballing effect of just having. All these candidates just, you know, I urge you to look it up, and I think you would jump. I mean, the fact that you hadn't really heard much about it, then you're like, this is the three things we need to do. I'm like, y- you're right. <laughs> so uh, you, you you get the, uh, uh, to use an old saying that I got from Disney World a while ago, you you, get, you got to the core of the apple. You you got, you know, you, you understood it. And it's, it's something that I really would like to see every single person that I have on the show kind of grab a hold on to and kind of work together as a coalition. Cause maybe if y'all can get together as a coalition, y'all might have a better chance of not only pushing that through, but, you know, kind of using that kind of tsunami effect to make a big wave and getting, you know, the combined effort being more than the sum of the parts. So, um, so you are running up against, um, a Democrat. You know, he is, yeah. He is the current, the Democrat in, in, this, you know, in Congress, um, I'm happy to see, you know, I think when we have this groundswell of of, of support, you know, not only do I like to see um, efforts being made to retake the Senate and to, you know, try and take more, you know, Republican seats, especially because we've been so gerrymandered. But, you know, now I think is a perfect time to get seats that have been, you know, moderate centrist Democrats and push them leftward. So, you know, and a lot of the people that I've seen running running against these entrenched incumbent Democrats, there's there's still you have ethical problems, you have just problems where they they've forgotten where they've come from. So, so you know, while most campaigns you always want to make it about yourself, and, and mostly you want you need to you need to be able to convince the voters why they should vote for you, let alone why they should vote you know not vote for the guy that's been there for a while, but you know, how do you think – I mean, obviously, if you felt that Ron Kind was uh, doing the job that you think needed to be done, you know, you probably wouldn't have run. You'd probably be like, okay, I'll support your campaign instead because that's definitely, you know, you could use your efforts, you know, to other things. So, so where, where do you think that Ron Kind has failed, uh, you know, the uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin third?
2: Sure. Well, let's start by – he voted for the Patriot Act, which, if you ask me, that's Mm -hmm. already a disqualification. I know he's not going to support any of Sanders' agenda if Sanders should become our next president, and I think there's a very good chance of that happening. And frankly, I don't think it's going to be acceptable to just sit by and have a congressman that's not going to help Sanders' agenda.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, and also I'm pretty sure – Pretty sure I might have to double check this, but he voted for the Iraq war. So <laughs> that's not <Okay. pretty> good.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm almost willing to, you know, you know, after 9-11, I mean, we did have a lot of, you know, people where we were trying to come together as one and people believed the lie that Bush told. So I'm not necessarily going to gonna say, hey, you got duped. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a terrible person for being duped. Now, what I will say, though, is that if you, if you got duped if, and, you then, and you then didn't work to fix the dupe, then that's a big problem. Then, then that needs to be helped. You know, and, and, and if, if he voted for those other things that you say, say he voted for, I'm sure I, I believe you that he did. You know, he's probably unlikely to have been, uh, oh, me and culpa, that was my bad. You know, I, I shouldn't have done that. You know,
2: I think he does actually uh, regret that vote. Although, okay. you know, it was not the only bad vote, though, of course. Right. If that lots had been votes. the only vote, <laughs> and then he had regretted it, I could forgive that, but you know, then there's all the other sure. stuff, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, actions speak louder than words, and if you vote for lots of horrible things, then you start to make us believe that you're not going to support the good things. So.
2: I mean, to be fair, back in you know 2003 when the Iraq War started, uh, even I believe the official story, all the you know stories about uh, Saddam being bad and biological weapons right. and all that. To be fair,
0: I was eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. So I get a pass I, I don't on. think I would. I, I would not hold anybody who was under fifteen at the time. You know, absolutely. You know, you probably just listened to your parents. Yes, that that person's a bad person, and. I mean, well, I probably wasn't a good person, but there was no, you know, there was no reason for this country to believe that he had anything to do with the attacks, except for the fact that, or I mean, even the the, it wasn't even the attacks that he got it that that he got the permission to go over there. It was it was over the 16 words over uranium. That that hmm. got us there, which which was even you know, again, not true. <laughs> so, we were duped, but then unfortunately we we didn't send a a good candidate up against him in 2004. And, you know, so we had to deal with another four years of that. And, you know, that's just bad history. And hopefully history won't repeat itself. So, um, and obviously I would hope to say, like, you know, obviously you support Bernie. I mean, if I I could just, you'd have to say that. I could read your platform uh, on your website at uh, justinbonner.com. Um, and I, can, you can, I you could make the joke there, I usually volunteer. do where
2: I say, "Actually, I like John Delaney." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: really? <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I think John Delaney was, well. He's from—he's the one from Maryland, right?
2: Oh, I don't even remember where he's from. I mean, he's, I yeah, like I, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I was originally from Maryland. I, I moved down here to New Orleans in '94 for school and just wound up staying and. I'm just like, I'm watching him at the debates and I'm like, how are you not a Republican? Like, just, I didn't quite get that, of course. Um, he could get those some other one. voters. Yeah, 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 there you go. So, um, and of course, you're uh, Justin Bonner 95 on Twitter as well. And that's yep. where I found you. Um, what else would you like to say about your campaign?
2: Ooh, let's see. We could talk about you, uh, uh, abolishing the NSA. I'll,
0: I'll, okay. You know, because usually abolish ICE is something that's big that I've heard. Um, oh, yeah. You know, that, that's in
2: that there, too, of course. I'm,
0: yeah, of course. Uh, so abol- abolish ICE is very popular. One of, one of the other – I mean, there are some bold ideas, and there's nothing wrong with bold ideas. I, I like bold ideas, and I like listening to why people have them. So abolish NSA, why and how? Sure.
2: Well, would you replace it, was created it? By, it was created by executive order back in the 70s. I believe it was Nixon. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> obviously, you could just have, say, a Sanders presidency in theory just wipe it away. Of course, an actual sure. Congress could do it as well. And I would sure. pursue either or of those strategies to get rid of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And the NSA, there's a third option too. You don't even have to get rid of it by law. You could just get rid of it by not funding it.
2: Yeah, there's always that, too.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Anyway, let's see. Where was Go I? Um, the NSA, I'm sure you remember the uh, Snowden revelations. I think that was 2013, where right. they revealed uh, you know, all the massive illegal spying that was going on. And I wasn't too right. fond of that at the time. I still am not. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Lava Bit case.
0: What, what's the Clutchfield case called again?
2: I the LavaBit case. Uh, LavaBit was okay, an Lava Bit. encrypted email service provider that Edward Snowden used. And right. basically, the NSA wanted to be able to read all the emails in it. So, you know, they send a gag order and a court order to, hey, let us read the emails and don't tell anybody that we sent you this order. Mm-hmm. Well, if you ask me, that is ridiculously unconstitutional and criminal. And we need to get rid of the NSA so they can't continue to do that kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you would think they, they should need it. Should need at least a warrant to do that, and mm-hmm. should need at least probable cause to do it too. So there's 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 definitely a lot of a lot of ways. You know, there's been you know, rulings and and stuff like that. And you know, I'm surprised honestly. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised, but for the the limited government folks that are out there who who just. Kowtow to bad actions by law enforcement that violate individual privacy rights is just baffling to me, and and I guess it's even more baffling is when liberals do it too, so, or so-called oh, liberals. Yeah. I don't know if you. Would I could tell you about all them. the uh,
2: boomer Facebook comments that I get. I'd say there's at least two to one of the uh, you want to get rid of the NSA and let the terrorists win and kill us all over the guy who's you know. Maybe adds a little bit of integrity and is like, oh, actually, I like that. But you're still an idiot. <laughs> oh God.
0: I mean, you've got to set yourself is. apart. You've got to. I mean, honestly, if, if I live my life, you know, I can probably do better at ignoring the trolls that are out there as well. You know, the people that just are just absolutely ridiculous on the things. You know, that that they want to. You know, the arguments that they make are just crazy. Like I've had arguments with people where I've said like talk about these so-called voter ID laws that, that the Republicans are trying to pass. And I'll just ignore that. It's like, I'll talk about it. These, I'll say these laws have non-voter ID provisions in them that are meant to discriminate against people that are meant to keep people from the voting box have nothing to do with the requirement of having a voter ID. And they're surely in, just in there specifically to stop people from voting. And then I'll put in as my next part, and I guarantee you that there's going to be somebody who's going to respond to this post or respond to this comment, and they're going to say, what's wrong with requiring a voter ID? Even though I've completely – have not even touched the problem of the voter ID. It's, it's I've, I've, I'm talking about the non-ID provisions. And there's been – almost every single time when it happens, the person – somebody will come in, come in and respond and say, what's wrong with requiring a voter ID? I'm like, did you not read? <laughs> did you, like, just the people – it's just – we have a – politics has turned into a bunch of train monkey because they hear a buzzword be, and, and they assign a thing – assign a buzzword to a law. So, oh, what's, you're against the voter ID law. What's wrong with voter IDs? I mean I specifically called somebody. I even said this guy's name was Anthony. And I was like, I bet you that Anthony's going to come on this post and ask me what's wrong with requiring a voter ID. And he did. Unironically, like he didn't do it. Be like, you know, haha, what's wrong with the right? He literally came in, started arguing with me, and said, "Well, I don't understand what your problem with voter ID is." I'm like, "Did you read the thing? Did just solve voter ID law and just went off? You don't even read the next, you know, you know." On the plus side, you got a
2: great story out of it.
0: I, do, I It happens all the time, though. It's, it's. I, I did it. I called my shot one time, on uh. Well, I mean, we have question. Let me pull this one up. I played it again a while back, but I called my shot before. Um, This is this is me on my show a few years back. It's playing. It seems stalling. Are you hearing anything
2: i'm uh, not hearing anything
0: no yeah it's not working okay i'm just going to lower the volume and we're probably going to get broken over in a second or you know it might start going in a second but who knows anyway so basically i said that donald trump once you said i think it was in 2017 um he was talking about the affordable care act and it's like we've been suffering under obamacare for the last 17 years
1: <sighs>
0: that's that's not mathematically possible and well, it's so I, Massachusetts, and, you know he
2: had Romney care
0: I get yeah, tr- okay, true, um, but always I called into the radio show and I said look i i before I called into the radio show i'm like look i'm gonna I'm gonna call into this radio show and I'm gonna talk to these people and i'm gonna ah, i'm gonna say, you know, look can we, i'm not I'm just gonna say that Trump misspoke, I don't believe that Trump really believes that we had Obamacare for seventeen years, just like when Obama misspoke about his whole 47 or 57 state comments that he kind of said 50, then he paused a bit and probably thought 47 and then said seven, but didn't say 50, 47. He just said 57. Um, so can we agree that they both misspoke? And I said, I said, I guarantee you that somebody's going to be like, well, sure feels like 17 years, uh, and then <laughs> like the next day I called in and. I, I, I'm talking to the host. I, it's a conservative show. And I talked to the host, and I said, um, look, this is the deal. And then I didn't say what I was wanting to hear, but he then, you know, he'll put you on mute, and then he'll finish his point. And at the very end of it, he goes, yeah, we we all know that we haven't had Obamacare for 17 years. Sure, it feels like 17 years. It, it took me less than a day to get my prediction right. And so I I replayed it on the uh, on the um, the show the next the next week, and I was like dropping the mic. See, I own these conservatives. I mean, sometimes it's just too easy. They make it too easy on us. So anyway, so it has been great talking to you. I really wish you luck on your campaign. Um, any parting words for anybody listening?
2: Oh, nothing terribly important I can think of. I think we covered all the basics.
0: Great. Well, thank you again very much. And look, if you do happen to move on, if you win your primary, move on to the win the congressional district. I'd be more than happy to have you back on the show. If you have any campaign announcements that you want to make as well, please feel free to contact me. And you have an open invitation to come on as well. Uh, anybody wants to go visit your site It's again it's justinbonnerb B O B O N N E R dot com, and it's justinbonner95 on Twitter. And of course, I included your Twitter account in the tweet for the show as well. So if you follow my show, you'll be able to see the link to his campaign as well. So, again, thank you very much, and good luck to you on the upcoming campaign. Thanks. You're very welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. And this is the end of uh, Liberal Day and Radio. Uh, talk from the left, that's right. Uh, join in next week, next Wednesday, where hopefully there'll be less technical problems, and we'll be able to take your calls as well, and hopefully having, having on more guests, congressional seats as well. So, again, Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash/LiberalDan, LiberalDan.com. So next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. talk from the left. That's right.